I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. You think Moses was talking to a real burning bush that was on fire? He was smoking something. Okay, all of these, all of the people in the Bible were on stuff. So when you take Amanita, it has a way of regulating your GABA, the right amount of GABA. You have concentration without the need for pressure. Customers telling me that they had been using aura rings, you know, the ones that measure your REM sleep. They were saying that before Amanita, they were getting around 15 to 25 minutes. And then after Amanita, they're getting 90 minutes. It's the best thing ever to mix with cannabis or psilocybin. That everyone is Dragon, and he is about to blow your fragile little mind. You see, I'm a big fan of mushrooms, from medicinal to adaptogenic and psychedelic. Amanita muscaria is in a class all its own. You know it as the Mario Brothers mushroom or the Santa Claus mushroom. Amanita muscaria is an incredibly mysterious fungi. And Dragon handpicks and creates a line of Amanita muscaria products that I am looking at right now. I just picked up my vial of Amanita Warriors microdosing tincture and I'll be using it tonight for the first time actually for sleep but in this episode I'm telling you <laughs> if those clips in the very beginning didn't pique your interest then man you must be sleepwalking in this episode we talk about how working with Amanita muscaria helped dragon heal his trauma his insomnia his crippling dysfunction we talk about sleep we talk about anxiety and we talk a little bit about combining Amanita muscaria with psilocybin or cannabis and how it acts in the body, how it works on the GABA receptors. We also touch on artificial intelligence and some sort of physical philosophical ideas that uh, Dragon and I share in common. This is an incredible episode. You can go get an order. This is all legal, by the way. If you go to AmanitaWarriors.com, you can see all the products that he carries, that he makes himself, and... You can follow me on Instagram at McCormick. One more thing before we jump into the episode, which I know you're going to enjoy, sign up for What's Up Wednesday. If you go to seanmccormick.com and you sign up on the homepage for the newsletter, every single Wednesday, it's a five bullet point newsletter that has a powerful quote, a link to this week's podcast episode, a health headline, a conspiracy that you should know, and also a discount on biohacking gear, equipment, supplements. It's... 7,000 people strong and growing every single week. Don't miss out. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Dragon. And I'm here with Dragon, Amanita Warrior. Dragon, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. What's up, man? Happy to be here. I just immediately wanted to turn on the the record button. No small talk. No, hey, how's it going? How you been? No preamble. Yeah. Let's, let, let's just dive in. Let's dive deep, fast. Down to business. Yes. Well, first of all, this is the first time that I've ever recorded with someone who uh, is essentially looks like you're hanging out in the woods. I've done uh, Matt Maruka with the light diet of Matt Maruka from Raw Optics. He did one outside when he was watching a sunset. Where in the heck in the world are you right now? <laughs> well, uh, I am a professional mushroom forager, so I spend a lot most of my time in the forest and I'm here in Austin, Texas doing some business. Uh, and I tried to stay at a friend's house, but it was really weird. I couldn't sleep well. So I just came back and started, found, found a little place out here that I can camp. And, uh, this is where I've been staying since I've been here. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. Well, let's start yeah. there. Let's start there. You know, uh, I have so many questions about Amanita muscaria, uh, fly agaric, uh, 
so many different places that we can go to. Being that that you are the most knowledgeable person I've ever seen uh, or come across on the internet around this one specific, beautiful, incredible, iconic mushroom. What, where do we even, where do we even begin my man? Where, where do you like to start when you're, when you're telling people about uh, the power of the Amanita muscaria? You know, there's, there's so much to say that I usually just start with my life story because that's kind of the easiest way to introduce it. My, my life was definitely made by God to find Amanita and bring it to the world. There's just no other possibility. So, um, yeah, I had a really crazy life. Uh, I had a lot of child abuse uh, and a lot of trauma going into, into my adult life. And uh, I had all sorts of issues, PTSD and a number of other problems. Um, and I had chronic insomnia and I had insomnia basically since the age of 13 to the day that I discovered Amanita Muscaria. And that was at the age of 33. So, uh, 20 years I had chronic insomnia and it was brutal. I mean, as, as it always is. Uh, and I did everything I could to try. I mean, I took medications when I was in my 20s, like hardcore ones, you know, the ones that just like, knock you out. Um, but anyways, I took everything in my power to try to sleep well, but I couldn't. And, uh, I mean, it was maddening. Uh, and then one day, you know, after, after many years of taking psychedelics, I was living in South America at the time, uh, in Brazil. And, uh, I had done at that point, uh, just completed an ayahuasca diet. I did a lot of ayahuasca training with the shamans down there, uh, the, the indigenous people. And, uh, I went on vacation and I just one day walked through a forest and I just stumbled across a, a forest completely full of Amanita, of the red mushroom. And I had never seen it before. I'd heard of it. And I was like, oh, my God. I started collecting it. Uh, I literally like took this. It was a sweater just like this. I tied it into knots, into a sack. And I just started stuffing the mushrooms into the sack. And then I ran. I, it wasn't my it was private property, too, but didn't see me. So I just I just ran out with this thing. And then I started figuring out how to use it. And a couple of weeks later, I, I, I was sleeping perfectly and never for the rest of my life have I had insomnia. Wow. What and I was like, oh, my God, I need to bring this to the world. What a kickoff. You know, yeah. you know, people who listen to this podcast, you know, I've done a number of, of episodes on sleep. I've done a number of episodes on psychedelics. I've done a number of episodes on um, on mushrooms, you know, adaptogenic, uh, medicinal, functional, uh, nutritional, and the Amanita muscaria, you know, for, for anyone who's listening, if you don't, if you don't recognize that it's the red one with the white dots on top, this is the classic Santa Claus, Mario, you know, super Mario brothers. Let me put my uh, necklace up close here. That's what it looks like. Yep. So those of you watching on YouTube can see he's got us this like dope necklace, this pen, this like pendant on, on yeah, his for on sale. We have these for sale, by the way. The thing, the thing that 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 I think is confusing, or or that uh, at least comes to me is like you know uh, we've I've heard lore about Mongolian shaman coming down the chimney and dropping Amanita down the chimney to help. Uh, you know, during Christmas time to basically um, help people trip. And, you know, we've the, the connections between Santa Claus, red and white, you know, the, the rumors around drinking reindeer piss 
because that's the you know that's the way that that uh, that Amanita can become um, usable, you know, for, for psychedelic experiences. But when I first came into your work that you're doing and learning more about the application of using it, like right before bedtime or for sleep totally changed my perception of it. Um, so since we're talking about, well, I'm just curious, how did you, did you just start to just deep dive into how to process the, the actual fruiting body into a usable form like to walk us through that process yeah well when i first discovered it there was very little information about it anywhere uh there definitely were not like um, experts about it anywhere um so there was a few a few groups and forums and stuff where i researched and it seemed that there was a common agreement about preparing it by boiling it for half an hour with uh, citric acid or lemon in it and uh i, I prepared it this way in the beginning as tea. And this was how I kind of got started. And then out over the years, uh, I mean, I took it every single day since I discovered it pretty much, maybe a couple of days, not off, but I, was, I think it was a, the longest period was about uh, six weeks, um, where I ran out of it. Um, but that won't ever happen again. But the thing was that from taking it, um, the benefit that people are getting is coming through their sleep, right? Which is more the most fundamental part of their health. Um, so once I had this part of my, of my life in, in place, uh, I was then able to like move on and, and develop other parts of my, of myself, right. Of like who I am as a person. And that for me was really where, where everything kind of started. Do you think that working with Amanita muscaria as it, enables enhances sleep you're telling me that that was then a doorway to then work on yourself and your own personal development because your sleep was so disruptive or is there That's also right. yeah is, is there also an element to this that that the wisdom or information or alkaloids or whatever in in the actual mushroom is actually also part of your journey to self-discovery yeah. Um, go on. Can you simplify the question? It's only yeah. like two or three questions there. Is it, is it a, is your, you know, facing, confronting or processing PTSD, becoming a more whole person, becoming a happier person? Is it because of the sleep that was downstream from Amanita muscaria or is it the Amanita muscaria itself helping you develop as a person? I see. That's, um, a little bit difficult to say it's definitely a combination um it, it certainly transformed me into something different than i was before uh and, and i think that really it really is the amanita it's the it's the mushroom that's doing it so if i was sleeping uh you know regularly from some other means i i would not have come to even close like the level of of healing and growth that i have now it, it not even no way um amanita it uh so th there's not a lot of scientific evidence on what it does because it hasn't been studied for some reason even though it's 100 percent legal uh, to everyone out there it is 100 percent legal everything i have a legal business i have a regular website um and you know the thing is that uh what it can do it appears to be neuroregenerative and the reason I say this is that there are people who take it who have OCD and they have alleviation of symptoms. 
there are people who have uh, Parkinson's who have alleviation of symptoms, autism, OCD, um, um, people who are dependent on benzos. It has this it has this effect that seems to be healing the nervous system itself. And this hasn't really been studied, but this appears to be what happened to me, uh, because I'll tell you, my nervous system was destroyed, des destroyed by the trauma that I had. Um, I was extraordinarily dysfunctional in a multitude of ways. Uh, but it was really from Amanita that I became able to to focus and have, you know, normal concentration to the point that I could function, you know, like a normal person, honestly. Walk us through how, yeah. Yeah, man, there's so many different directions I want to go with you today. And, and yeah, and, I know. I'm not sure what to think <laughs> Let's go with the one that's right. Yeah. We missed an opportunity to connect in person when you were up here in the Pacific Northwest foraging. And um, maybe I got to yeah. find a way for us to connect in person. But well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be heading up that, up that way in August to go forage again. So perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Maybe walk people through how to use it. You know, because because we're going to take oh. lots of different side quests in in this in this conversation. But but what how do sure. people how do people use it? Well, you you would you normally consume it as tea. So you would take the dry mushroom caps and you make it into tea, and um, that's that's the way that you would use it for like a, a ceremonial purpose. Uh, but if you want to use it as a microdose, which is more practical for most people, the best thing to do to use is tincture. Um, I I make a, a tincture which uh, I actually forage all of the products that are in it, and it contains no chemicals or alcohol. Uh, and so this is really the best thing for people to just con consume it because it's already pre-made. Um, if they have the mushrooms, they have to do their own preparation and they could do it wrong or, you know, a, a lot of things can happen. They might mix it with something. And yeah, it it's, it's a bit more complicated when you use something, something that's more high potency, um, which is the, the mushroom caps, obviously are slightly more high potency. Um, but the, the tinctures are more, are, are safer. So what I would say is that that's kind of the, the easiest way to consume it. Um, but if they want to prepare it themselves, uh, half an hour boiled uh, with uh, citric acid is the simplest way to do it. Uh, now, again, uh, this sounds I'm, I'm over. I'm giving a very simplified version of it, but you can get extraordinarily complex ways to prepare Amanita that are slightly more effective. Uh, and I have my own methods of preparing it that I don't I think I'm the only one who in the world that knows how to do that, do it this way. Uh, so. So, yeah. Oh, I should mention as well. Uh, you can also eat raw Amanita uh, in, in small doses. We're talking like half a gram. And the, the reason you would do this is that the raw, raw Amanita contains abotenic acid. And I don't know how this hasn't been discovered by everyone as like an enormous uh, performance booster. Because when you consume this stuff, you feel like an effing Viking. Like you seriously, you have like no, you have all, it takes away your inhibition. Like it takes away your fear. And so you have this like vigilance and it gives you this burst of energy. Okay. It's like Mario. It's like Mario mushroom powering up. Like you know, don't, don't, don't eat tons of this stuff. Okay. Don't eat, I'm talking small doses, but you eat a little bit of it and you get this like boost. Um, and you know, it, it lasts for about three to five hours and then you get kind of sleepy. You kind of need to take a nap after that. Um, so it, it's very good for like any sort of, you know, intense performance situation. And the better thing about it is that it's not a it's not a dopamine enhancer. And so this is one of the problems with um, a lot of the, the stuff that's out there for enhancing your brain performance is they jack up your dopamine, which is what coffee does, too. 
And like, I don't know. I mean, people like who watch your stuff, they should know, like, guys, you can't be jacking up your dopamine all the time. You, you should you should know that. That's really not healthy. Um, you, that's a short term thing. So what, you, what is more effective is to get your, your other neurotransmitters in balance. And that happens when GABA is in balance, which is what Amanita does. It puts your GABA in the right balance for your brain. And so I can't legal. Okay. Scientifically, that has not been proven. Um, so I will say that I believe that it does that. Um, so when you take Amanita, it has a way of regulating your GABA. And if you have the right amount of GABA, uh, you have, uh, concentration without the need for pressure. When you have dopamine, you have the need for pressure with GABA. It's like the concentration of a sniper. You can just sit and observe. So you can sort of stay a little bit back from the situation you're in and you have a little bit more mental space because of that. Okay. It's like mental clarity. So uh, this is an obvious like, like brain enhancer and performance enhancer. And I don't know why anyone's not, why are people not using this? I, I, how did I discover this at this point of history? Like it should have been discovered. <laughs> why are this? Okay. Whatever. Do, do, you think, do, do you think that the ancients knew this? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Like, listen, you think Moses was talking to a real burning bush that was on fire? He was smoking something. Okay. All of these, all of the people in the Bible were on stuff. That's all of them. You don't have, there's the Bible is all about visions. Like all, all of the sacred texts are about visions. You, people don't have visions just like randomly. They, they come from something. Um, so definitely. And, you know, if you want to look up uh, John Allegro's book, The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross, and he's he breaks down in a very like a very clear, well studied, well researched and documented work, documenting how there is an enormous amount of language in the Bible in describing how to consume Amanita muscaria. It's like the half of the Bible is like code language about Amanita muscaria, and he proves it. Proven is like like I, you. Okay, people have to go look that up. I don't want to offend anybody, but go look it up. It's a very interesting book. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan has. I have not read it yet, but I know Joe Rogan has mentioned it probably forty or fifty times in his podcast. Yeah, and and, and so I think I think people will be familiar. At you least should ask me about it. Yeah, I dude, I think it's a matter of time. I, I, think I know more than any. I know more than anybody about Amanita. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. You've probably heard me talk about it because I've been taking it for a couple of years and I absolutely love it. It is by far the most impactful supplement I've ever taken and I've experimented with hundreds and hundreds of different supplements. BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging hormone treatments. It's a unique combination of ingredients taken daily in the morning under the tongue to help literally everything. I'm talking about better sleep, faster metabolism, better muscle growth, increased libido, better mood. I can't tell you how effective this product is. And here's the thing, for guys over 35, our hormones and our ability to create growth hormone plummet. They start to decline very rapidly, especially if you're stressed out or you have a busy life. And what I have suggested to many of my clients and you, dear listener, is to wait. Wait before you go on TRT. Wait before you go do a thousand injectable peptides and try this product first. It is absolutely phenomenal. 
All you have to do is go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off or click on the show notes and take me up on this offer. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from clients that wish that they had found this years ago. Bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. So I want to go back to the performance enhancing because obviously the, yeah. uh, the name of this podcast is Optimal Performance. Are you saying that the boost in energy and lowering of inhibitions only comes from, uh, you know, a little half a nibble on the raw mushroom? Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, it's, it's really that. I mean, your to- tolerance can vary, right? Muscle mass and everything like that. But you would oh, with a raw with the raw amanita, you would never want to exceed two grams in one day, just to be clear. Um, uh, there's like been like three cases ever in the history of the earth of people, somebody dying from eating Amanita. And it always happens when they force feed themselves a gigantic amount of raw Amanita. Okay. And we're talking like they eat like a hundred grams of raw Amanita or 50 grams of raw Amanita. Like that is really dangerous. Don't do stupid things like adelics. Um, so yeah, but you know, between a half and two grams in a day and like you, you can have a, a good little, you know, experience of microdosing. So as I cruise around in late August, early September, and I see these, you know, these typical spots where Amanita, you know, presents itself at the park, you know, along, you know, underneath the trees, and I see little nibbles taken out of it. Are these smart squirrels that are getting a little bit of a boost from, from nibbling on those things? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, I have a picture on my Instagram of a squirrel holding an Amanita, um, yeah, the, the animals love Amanitas. They'll eat them. They, I've seen, uh, every type of animal I can think of eat them birds. I've seen foxes. I've seen, uh, bears. I haven't seen them eat it, but there's pictures of it. Um, deer are voracious for Amanita. They will eat it as soon as they see it. Um, they love that stuff. I have to, I have this problem for me sometimes when I'm foraging because I've eaten a lot of them sometimes. Uh, yeah, every single, every single thing you can think of. And, I, I, it's, it's kind of like this, the mycelium, as people, you know, you guys understand mycelium a little bit, it grows underneath the soil and it goes in these gigantic underground channels. So that the very, very big body of an organism is, um, housed underneath the ground. And we call this mycelium up on the surface, these little mushrooms pop up from the mycelium, but keep in mind that the fungi are digesters. So what happens is when the animals die, that's what they become. So the way that the animals communicate with God is by eating mushrooms. This, this is the most obvious thing to me, but I don't know. I don't know why people don't see this. The forest itself is a living being. So is the earth. And we eat mushrooms. We become connected with it. This is why they're illegal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they don't want you connected with god people it's intentional yeah what's the terence mckenna quote uh psychedelics are not suppressed because a caring government wants to keep you from jumping out of a window they're keeping it from you because it tears down the the the, the cultural assumptions that keep us in a box uh, some paraphrasing of course but no i think yeah i think i think you're absolutely correct there well, if you had to speculate, why why Amanita has not gotten the same level of attention that Lion's Mane or Chaga or Rishi or these you know these pop more popularized 
um, mushrooms and compounds and blends are, what, what, what do you, what do you think it's all about? It's definitely due to the perception that it is deadly, which is, which is a myth. I mean, it's deadly if you intentionally eat a gigantic amount of raw amanita, like an idiot, then, okay. Just like you could drink enormous amount of alcohol and die too. Um, so, uh, it isn't actually really deadly. It's just misunderstood. Uh, this is one thing. Um, but the main reason that it hasn't been heard of uh, is that actually the, the culture where it originated from was Eastern Europe and, the, and Russia. And when the Soviet Union came to power, they killed every single person who, who practiced it. And so the culture itself was totally destroyed of, the, of practicing it. Uh, I mean, there were, I'm sure there were remnants that survived throughout Europe, but nothing that was like mainstream, like in South America, you know, where, where the indigenous people still have a thriving culture. Um, so this is basically why it has, was not heard of. Uh, so when they went to make everything illegal in the 1970s, they just skipped Amanita because no one even knew what it was. And so that's why it stayed legal. And, um, you know, uh, in today's times, uh, I think that's a beautiful gift. That's, that's actually a good thing, you know, that, that it is legal and that, uh, people can still get access to it. So in addition, well, let's, let's talk a little bit more about what, you, why you think it helps with sleep, because that what you've, what you've stated right. about your insomnia and how it, you know, essentially sorted it out. Um, what, what do we, without, without exhaustive, you know, double blind, placebo controlled, reductionist, materialist science to like make assertions about what it does. What, what do you, th is it a brain explanation? Is it a body explanation? Is it a nervous system explanation? Is it all of the above? I, did you say it's an explanation? I couldn't understand that word. Yeah. Is it what, what, why, why do you think I'm going to need to help sleep? Why does it help sleep? Um, well, I mean, I think that's mostly just the physical actions, just that it uh, it just it just regulates GABA in such a way that causes you to relax. Uh, it, it doesn't um, it doesn't it can't be metabolized by the body. So when, when you consume it, you, your body cannot break it down. It can only excrete it as pee. So this is why there's all these things about Amanita and pee drinking. Um, yeah, I, I think the whole reindeer. OK, I the rain. There's a myth that the shamans drank the pee of the reindeer. This is a myth. Okay. There was only one person who claimed this, and the person actually wasn't even from the places where Amanita Muscaris was, was considered was practiced as a shaman, shamanistic thing. It was um French or something. Anyways, uh so it cannot so it can only be excreted. So uh when you, what this means is that you can just take it every single day and it will always have the same effect. So as a sleep aid for someone who has chronically chronic sleep issues, this is ideal. This is ideal. And I, I, you, know, you do have to be a little bit careful with dosaging because since it doesn't break down in your body, uh, it can slowly ac accumulate. So if you take it like the first day, the effect is slightly less than after two weeks. So some people like to do, do you know, one day off kind of cycling. Um, I just, I just reduce the dosage enough to make sure that it's uh, at the right amount for me. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the effect that it's having is mostly physical, and it's it's this it's this molecule called mucinol, which interacts with the GABA receptors, and it's not known exactly what it does, but it somehow gets in within the uh, nerve synapses 
and it regulates GABA in such a way that causes the person to just be, be more sleepy. Um, it'd be up, up, up regulating GABA basically. Yeah. I think that's why, why so many people are drawn to alcohol because alcohol affects the GABA receptors too. You know, it helps you relax. It helps you get mm-hmm. over yourself right. a little bit. It that's helps right. you, you know, it's the, it, it's the pump the brakes sort of neurotransmitter. There's a, there's a, yeah. And, and so the for, that alcohol, alcohol will reduce your sleep quality. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, or dominate yeah. increases it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm in so, favor of of changing all beer to Amanita. Amanita <laughs> beer. I support that idea. Does anybody make any Amanita mead? I mean I do. <laughs> <laughs> any what about honey? People people make Amanita honey? Yeah, you can make Amanita honey, you can make Amanita creams, you can make Amanita candies you can make amanita you can smoke amanita um i can even smoke some for you guys if you want to watch <laughs> yeah smoke some <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give my pipe in a bit uh yeah you can make anything with amanita uh, there, it's used a lot for also for some skin issues uh it's an analgesic so it'll, it gives you kind of a thought like a you know kind of like that minty kind of feeling um and it's also a bit antibacterial so it's good for for quite a lot of things for the skin as well and so, so walk us through some of the different products you make. Do you make like a topical salve? Do you, in addition to the tinctures? With all the stuff I have going on, I, I run my entire business. I forge the product myself, turn it into handmade products, live in my vehicle, which I have to, you know, also manage, uh, you know, and I got to run a whole business. So I don't have uh, the resources to make anything except tinctures. So right now that's all I can do. Uh, if business gets, bigger i'll make you know whatever i can for the people who have been purchasing your product and found it to be really effective what what do they say is the effect that they besides great sleep uh for those who struggle with it what are some of the effects can you feel like a come up can you do you feel you know deeper dream states does your body relax like what do people what do people report yeah uh it's a number of things uh, the most satisfying was when I had some customers telling me that they had been using aura rings, you know, the ones that re- measure REM sleep. And they were saying that before Amanita, they were getting around 15 to 25 minutes. And then after Amanita, they're getting 90 minutes. And that's quite a significant increase in, in REM sleep and deep, you know, how rested you'll be the next day and how effective you'll be as, as a person. Uh, so uh, that I liked a lot. Um, but there's some other things as well. Like when you take it, you have a little bit of a, of a, of a sort of a, a soft feeling. It's like being wrapped in like a velvety blanket and you just feel kind of good and sort of loose and, and, and feeling kind of well. And that's really, that makes it very easy to sleep. Uh, when a person falls asleep, if they have dreams, the dreams are usually much more colorful and vivid and real. And, uh, these, um, these dreams uh, can can really be a powerful a powerful tool for understanding oneself as well for anyone who's interested in the spiritual aspects of that. Um, so they'll have these kinds of dreams, and then when you wake up in the morning, you feel refreshed and energized. You feel just more like more alert, more more astute, more better concentration, and better mental clarity. 
Yeah. Those are the general effects of uh, microdosing it when it's prepared as tincture or taking it as tea. How long does it take for that effect to come on? Um, It's pretty quick. It's, you know, it's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Hmm. Right. Then, then the main, the main part of the effect comes after about three hours and goes on to about six hours. Uh, if you do a high dose of, of it, which I don't recommend to anyone on listening to this, uh, it, but that will put you at usually for eight to 10 hours. Wow. Yeah. So do you, is your suggestion that people take it like 30 minutes before night time or earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if, they, if someone has that or if someone has very high anxiety, they, you, you could use this to co- to calm yourself down if you were having some, you know, if you were seriously needing to calm down. Hmm. I've, I've used had to do that many times. Uh, yeah, I had I had people. I don't. I hope no one who knew me back when, when I had PTSD is still watching this. But yeah, when it was real bad, when my anxiety was really, really, really bad, um, it saved me. You know, from it saved me from a lot of really potentially bad situations. Hmm. Does it get along with other psychedelics? Does it get along with cannabis? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the best thing ever to mix with cannabis or psilocybin. And when you're taking Amanita, the thing is this. Amanita centers you. It brings you to more of like a calm place that's that's within yourself. Psilocybin is an expansive thing of the mind. So psilocybin expands the conscious mind, which is an important thing to do. Uh, and that's good for working on someone's ego and their belief system and their life philosophy and things that require a lot of thinking power and, and that kind of creativity. Amanita is just about experience. It's about having an experience. And so if you combine the two, um, you get the centeredness of the Amanita with the expansion of the psilocybin. And so you can usually, because of this, you, the trips are very smooth. And because of the smoothness, you can actually do a little more psilocybin than you could before. And so you can get a much better long-term effect you can grow your more this way i did this for a long time this was, this was how i eventually got uh out of uh some some very very hard to get out of life problems <laughs> wow. um so i started experimenting with a lot of these combinations this is a very good one uh cannabis is another good one so if you c- combine the two it gives you the sort of level-headed steady concentration as if you can maintain it um, it's, it's like a very deep, okay, let me put it to you this way in a microdose, it'll just give you the sort of level concentration. Uh, but if you, if you do like a trip on them, like both at the same time in a medium dose, like seven grams of Amanita and smoke a couple bowls, you'll get into this really, really deep meditative state, which can last for like two to five hours. And this, this can even produce visions. Uh, if you stay meditating, you can produce visions that are um on, on par with like visions from ayahuasca actually whoa uh, yeah because because when you're when you're in a deep amanita trip like the, like the one i'm describing it's very easy to meditate for a long time <clears throat> and so most people can't meditate for more than like five minutes right uh well i mean i i've i've meditated uh, done vipassanas for of 10 hours in a day um for multiple days so uh when people are in are taking Amanita with cannabis, it's much easier to stay in the meditative state. And then they can go deeper into themselves that way. And I think this is kind of a better way to, for some people, this is a good option for getting into meditation 
because they just can't any other way. The, their own willpower just isn't enough. And there's just there's too many physical air issues and people live in cities now and everything's all weird. And so the human body works a little bit differently than it did before in previous times. And so I think that uh, the Amanita with the cannabis is a really good way for people to be introduced to meditation. Wow. I love that. I love that. Again, calling on the bard McKenna, you know, he was saying that uh, cannabis is phenomenal and should be used in a specific way, rarely and in ultra high doses in the dark. Like if you're going to really, if you want to get, if you want to go deep with, with cannabis, that that's the way to do it. And, and I think that a lot of people are looking for that deep experience, you know, um, you know, an edible in a float tank is, you know, really highly leveraged use, you know, really high quality use of cannabis because it allows you to relax. It allows you to go deeper within yourself. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. You're just, you know, weightless in a float tank. And I really like the idea of optimizing cannabis or psilocybin. Obviously cannabis is more accessible to people, but but if you want to go in on a Tuesday night deep into yourself and have a, a, a relaxing, important experience combining the two, I think that that's phenomenal. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. This is what I do all the time. Uh, I'm on it right now. Um, it basically it's it's I've gotten it down to where it's in a it's a performance enhancer for me. <clears throat> And this is hard to explain how this works, uh, and I'm not going to today. Uh, but I I am into basically like Jedi stuff, <laughs> and so I study that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm looking for better ways to more efficiently get through my experience here. If you told me that you weren't into into mysticism, I would be totally disappointed. So it surprises me zero. <laughs> If you were like, yeah, dude, I, no, I'm not, I'm not, I into in that. <laughs> I'm not into alchemy or mysticism. That ain't my shit. I'd be like, oh, really? Oh man. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm out here. I'm out here training, training my, training my stuff. You know, I got my, I got my practices, but I, I try not to try not to talk about it too much because people get all weird about it. Yeah. Well, maybe we can put a pin in that and circle back for when we meet in person. Yeah. You can swap swap techniques. If you yeah. if, if you could do a study, let's say you you have access to a whole bunch of money in a lab uh, at some you know progressive university that's willing to take a look at this. What kind of what kind of a study would you do to try to prove a hypothesis? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i have some really good ideas but i don't know if i should say them in the <laughs> on this on this podcast oh man um okay there's a lot of things we could study let me let me give you the basic breakdown i study consciousness which means that um, I, I study the way that consciousness makes reality. So uh, I'm just going to tell you my version of it. And if you don't understand, I don't care. Uh, so attention causes existence. So this means that a consciousness is the source of existence. 
which means that consciousness is God. So uh, the way in which you use that energy, like uh, the force of your attention, determines your life experience. So uh, through studying how this works for so many years, I've realized that uh, by people taking Amanita, they actually become subconsciously linked to each other more strongly. So like it links you with other people who you need to meet more easily. And this is how I've navigated through life. Uh, and I had had a very crazy life. I'll tell the story some other time. But guys, I have like survived things that people shouldn't survive. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, there's a kind of way in which Amanita works that uh, be because of it being kind of like the subconscious of the earth, it, it knows how to access our subconscious. I mean, how do you think it got into Mario Brothers? How did it get into Christmas? The Christmas is all about 100% about Amanita. A pine tree, Amanita grows out of pine trees. You know where I go find my Christmas presents? Every time I go foraging, I look underneath the pine tree. It's the same as foraging when you go get your presents on Christmas morning. The stockings, that's where they dehydrated them. They put them by the fire. The, the, the decorations on the tree, the ornaments, they used to hang the Amanitas. That's how they dried them sometimes. This is all Amanita people. It's always been. So um, how did that happen? Because Amanita has a way, it's, it's, it's been so deep into human subconscious that it's just no way, it's, it's impossible to get it out. <laughs> it's hmm. like getting at the mycelium from the forest. <laughs> you can't. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it, yeah, when, when you consume Amanita, it will place you where in, the, in a more ordered place within the structure of the earth. And that's wherever you need to be. And so it helps guide you through intuitions and through, um, uh, and through, you know, dreams and feelings and things that are hard to describe. It can, it can guide you to the right path in life. Does the tinctures that you make use as directed in the evening time for sleep? I feel I'm, I'm, I'm sort of getting a sense that there's, the sort of like 101, which is take it to help your sleep. And then there's the 302, which is take it to connect with God. And right. you, maybe there's the, they are the same thing, but maybe there's more accessible way to get it to people to help their sleep so that their intuition and their consciousness can expand and connect with, you know, the Godhead. Right. Well, um, before I answer that, let me finish up on the last question you asked about research. Yeah, I just want to say that um, because of the linking that that Amanita causes between people, this could be studied. Uh, that you could study that when people are on this mushroom, that they can actually like interact with each other in ways that we thought were impossible, but then we discovered that it actually is that it actually is possible all of a sudden. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, um, so about the tinctures, yeah, so. So microdosing is what you should take the tincture for. If you want to microdose, tincture. If you want to go talk to God, buy the raw mushrooms. Uh, and the, the raw mushrooms are you preparing it yourself is an important process as well because you're putting your energy into it. And so you need to remember that any psychedelic you use or prepare, you're putting your energy into it. So when you go have a bad trip, whose fault is that? Well, yes, it's your fault. 
And every time I've had a bad trip, it was my fault. And that's how they work. You're experiencing yourself. And so if you're experiencing a nightmare down there, you pushed it too hard that day, or you just got to figure something else out about your life. So um, that's what I will say about the, the spiritual side of it. It's not easy. Don't take spiritual pursuits as a joke or as something that's fun. Uh, you're talking about messing with things that, that literally will impact your destiny. So don't mess with that in a way that is dangerous. Uh, for people who want to get seriously into psychedelics, the first thing you need to do is have an extremely clean diet. My diet is very, very clean. And there's lots of, I don't never eat sugar, no caffeine, no alcohol, uh, list goes on and on. Um, and this is first. So if you want to really get into psychedelics, start by having a very clean diet and just taking care of your health. And if you can do that, you manage your health really well, then you can start getting into something. But if, if you're overweight and you're drinking soda and you're drinking alcohol, don't even, don't even try it. Don't even try it. Just microdose. Microdose until you can do a diet. That's a good reminder. That's a good reminder. I, something that that I don't think that you know about me. Maybe maybe I share this with you, but but part of the work that I do as a coach includes psychedelic work. Uh, people come and meet with me from all over the country to sit with me, um, do coaching sessions with me, and take psychedelics together in order to develop the deepest parts of ourselves. And that is such an important reminder that you have to prepare way ahead of time just just like you do for ayahuasca no pork no salt no no garlic you have to purify you have to cleanse you have to you have to stay yeah. away from from yucky stuff so that your body can access those higher realms um you know head in the sky feet on the ground and and i think that it's a really important reminder that it's not it's it's not a pill. It's not a prescription. It's not a here, do this on a weekend, you know, and have fun. Good luck. It's like, no, it's a, it's a full commitment. It's it. it, it and you're right. Yeah. It should be taken really seriously because any sort of darkness that you let in or that you're unequipped to, to manage or handle or process can affect you can affect your kids can affect your great grandkids can affect your community can affect the energy inside your home, et cetera. So I think that's a really important, really important reminder. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, did Amanita is Amanita the reason that we're talking right now? Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I, my whole life is built around Amanita. <laughs> um, yeah. and it, you know, to be honest with you, it kind of, it's almost has like a track for me that I have to like follow. It's a little hard to explain, uh, but I, it's like checkpoints I have to get to and stuff. And so, yes, it, 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 it puts me in the places it wants me to be. I, I just work for it really. <laughs> I'm, I'm an employer, but it's telling me what to do. So uh, basically I just have to um, keep, keep following through faith. You know, what, what, what I'm supposed to do. And it puts me in the right places and gets me in the right people at the right times uh, because it knows more. It just know it knows more. It really, it knows more than I do about everything in the world going on for sure. Because the, the mycelium in this part of the world communicates with the other myceliums in other parts of the world. And so if I'm not going to listen to the earth's brain, I'm pretty stupid. 
<laughs> you know when someone's smarter than you, you know what I'm saying? Do you know of anybody that's ever done a Sama or diet, an ayahuasca dieta with? Oh, I've done plenty of those. Have you done them with? I've done, I've done you, many of them. Yeah. Have you di- dieted Amanita? Uh, yeah, but that's a separate. That's, in the South America, they don't work with it. Um, right. I developed my own Amanita diet, uh, which is an eight days of. Uh, you have to stay in the same place. And only drink liquid that is Amanita tea. And there's a diet involved and you have to have no contact with anyone. You're completely alone and no cell phones, nothing. Eight days and you just drink it all the time, preferably in, in a complete darkness. And what happens is it's becomes un, it melds the dream state with the waking state. And as you start to see the gaps between these two states you start to see how how similar your dreams can be to this reality mm. and that, that 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 leads to learning new skills actually new life skills things become more efficient for you because of learn because of that experience why don't they diet it in um in south america oh it's just they just don't even you know what amanita is down there it's not native Got the it. Amanita that is there had, uh, well, pine trees in Brazil, for example, were not native. They were imported from Portugal. And so because Amanita grows out of the roots of pine trees, it, it survived. And so the, when they put the trees over here and they planted it in Brazil, they were still there. So all the for- places I forage in Brazil are these uh, pine plantations where they just plant the trees and then they wait like 20 years to, to harvest it. And that's all the, in Brazil, that's all they got. And uh, the rest of South America, they're just using ayahuasca. You know, everyone, they're all, they're all using ayahuasca. There's a few doing wachuma. You know, Chile is pretty popular for wachuma. Uh, and uh, that's another wonderful medicine as well. Uh, but ayahuasca, nothing. You know, I did tons of ayahuasca diets too. With Shipibos, uh, Huni Queen. Yeah, they did several. Yeah. Where does this go for you? What, what I and I and I I know that the well I don't want to I don't want to pretend to know what the answer is but you've already told us that your your path your track is guided by Amanita yeah and so are you like figuring out figuring it out day to day or do you have a sense of what your path will be in five in ten in forty years? Uh, it's becoming clearer, the better that I'm getting at the learning, at learning all these skills that I've been talking about. So things are gradually getting more clear, uh, but there are a few things that haven't happened yet, which are supposed to happen in the near future. Uh, and I just keep going and kind of, it's been really hard to get used to, I should say this. It's this, this, this life I'm living, like, uh, I was, I was a normal, like, well, normal dude, just like anybody else like i had a you know wore a suit and i went to a regular job and like i don't i just turned into this thing <laughs> um this happened there's a lot there's stories about on my youtube channel uh but yeah this is what i am now and basically what i've discovered is that you actually don't have to worry about so about about anything and that actually there's a different way to resolve life problems than we had thought was possible 
And I've been mastering that skill, which is mastering vibrational resonance. If you can master vibrational resonance, you can cause things to happen. And Amanita is better at doing it than me. It's like guiding me and teaching me how to do it. Hmm. I love that. What can't Amanita do? What can't it do? Yeah. I mean, are you talking about how much time? I mean, if we're talking about time limitations, like <laughs> in a given enough time, I think it could. Look, let me put it to you this way. We know that artificial intelligence is out there, right? Okay. Well, mycelium is natural intelligence. And did you guys know that artificial intelligence is actually not our friend? And that there actually the Earth doesn't like that? <laughs> and that takes, it takes a response to that being created? So uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. Fair. Are you a panspermia guy? What does that mean? Did did, uh, did mushrooms, mycelium, and ultimately Amanita muscaria come from another planet in an asteroid? Do you think it's an alien intelligence? That's a little bit of a complicated answer. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to pass on that. Fair. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. One of the things that I really struggled with in doing ayahuasca ceremonies for the last 12 years is making the connection between the things that are outside of earth, the things that are extraterrestrial, that are not of Gaia, and connecting those with the things that are part of this big blue ball rotating in the in the in the space and i and i struggled with this a lot because i couldn't connect with the dots between ajo sacha or pinon blanco and saturn you know i had a tr trouble connecting the dots there and i wonder if if maybe you've got some maybe you've got some good ideas for what the connection is between the um the other planets in our solar system, space, the universe, and this tangible, let's just take Amanita as a, as an example, like maybe you, maybe, maybe you can help me connect some, some dots there. How, how are, how are these connected? Uh, can you, I didn't, can you simplify the question? Yeah. We have access to these master plants and to these master fungi and there is other governing influences on the planet that aren't of the planet. So okay. how, how can we, how can we make sense of the connection? I, see what you're saying. I got it now. I got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys have heard of the multiverse, right? Okay, so that's real. Um, basically what that means is that there is a mirror image of everything, of everything, everything. And so, 
what this causes are sort of levels of existence, which are referred to as dimensions. So our experience here, right, in physical Earth, this is a this is one dimension of experience. And there's uh, you can go down in any which type of way and you can go up in any which type of way. And that is determined by your trajectory within the multiverse, uh, which is determined by the force of your conscious attention and what you what you create. So the things that you make through your thoughts and your feelings that is like pulling you in different directions in the multiverse into different into other dimensions and other experiences. And whatever you choose to do, that's where you're going to go. Hmm. And so um, this is true for, for, for plants and objects as well. And so Amanita is kind of a connector between dimensions. The psychedelics are in general. They can they they're brand, they're bridges. So basically, the plants that appear here, when you consume it, it's it's putting its consciousness into you. And by the way, everything you consume, you're absorbing the vibrational energy of that thing. So if you eat trash, what do you become? <laughs> so um, say that. So when when you consume the mushroom, though, as I was talking about earlier, uh, this is connecting with something that's higher of a higher type of order. So that's why my psychedelics are beneficial. Because hmm. it's about consciousness. It's about yeah, it's about expanding yeah. consciousness. Yeah. Yes. Everything is about expansion of consciousness. I love that. Back in 2017, I read a book called "Demystifying the Out of Body Experience." Um, I'll save you from the long explanation of my intuitive gifts and spirit guides and, you know, experience as a kid that, uh, that in, in both waking states and dream states that kind of helped me understand my, my soul contract. But I was always fascinated by astral projection. I was just absolutely fascinated by it. It's like, okay, every single night I can project out of body into another dimension and, you know, have parties in, in my, in my, um, in my disconnected state. So I read this book and I devoted myself to this for a span of about 18 months and was eating extremely cleanly. You know, I was owned, I owned and operated a float tank center and was floating every night and I was having projections, um, every night and cruising around downtown Seattle, you know, seeing people walking down the street, you know, having connections with, with entities and spirit guides of all shapes and sizes and energetic signatures. And now I'm thinking that Amanita muscaria might be an excellent tool to enhance that ability because part of the ability of astral projection is to be able to, is, is the ability to enhance your vibration all day, every day at the grocery store in the, while you're yeah. taking a shower, while you're yeah. you know doing right. Exactly. So this enhancement of vibration, this exactly. technique called VLO voluntary, um, uh, energetic longitudinal oscillation, just sending energy up and down your body every single day, all day, every day. And then at night 
being in such a relaxed state, in my case, a float tank to be able to have projections with recall and party with, you know, with entities. Anyway, I'm thinking that Amanita might be a phenomenal addition to that sort of practice. Does that, does that resonate? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, anyone who wants to get into studying their dreams definitely should try Amanita. If you want to do any sort of work at all with dreaming, that's the way you should start. It's such a dream enhancer. So you have the stronger, more powerful dreams. Uh, so that's that first of all, but also, um, oh shoot, what was the other thing you said at the beginning? Well, the, 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 the using, working with Amanita as a way to both relax the mind and the body for more effective astral. Projections. Right, right, right. So, so, so meditate it's a meditation. So for people who just want to use it as a meditative tool, it's also very good. And it, it, what it is doing is it's opening up your subconscious mind for you to view it, which you could also just say is expanding your consciousness. Because if your conscious mind is ex viewing it, then that means it's expanding. And so uh, it's it's a very good way to boost the effect of other practices. Uh, you would have to know for yourself what you want to do with it and how. And you know you got to get used to it and try it a little bit. You know all that. Um, but essentially, uh, it's it's a very good supporter. So it, it's a supporter of your system, of your spiritual system, as well as your mental system, and it can provide a lot of uh, a lot of assistance in making breakthroughs. Uh, you know, if if you're if you're at a place where you're at a transition point in your life and you need something to kind of change, that's a good time to do it. When I look at my spiritual toolbox, you know, for some of the practices that I do, you know, we know that um, you can work with sage. You can imbue sage before you burn it in your house. You can tell it what to tell it what to do. Ask it for help. Um, you know, literally charge it up with intention and work with it. Same thing with Palo Santo. Same thing with some of these other, you know, these other sort of sacramental um uh, products you know aside from copal which just basically just blasts all the energy out of a room if you need to burn copal to kind of clear out D is is amanita receptive to working with intention i mean i'm talking something Absolutely. maybe even putting it on an altar or putting some crystals around it or sitting with it holding it putting an intention into it before you take it Absolutely. And I think people should do that regardless of any psychedelic they consume. And in fact, it's even better to do it with everything you consume. I should do it more. In fact, now that I'm saying it, I'm going to start doing that all the time. So, um, yes, this is, uh, this is an important thing to do for psychedelics because like, why are you taking it? That's all. That's all you're That's all you're saying. Why am I taking this? And you look at it and you're like, this is why. And then you take it. That's all you're doing. It's simple. You should, but you should know, right? You're not just taking this because, oh, whatever. Like, no, 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 no. Have an intention. Know what you're. Know why you're doing it. Uh, ideally, every single thing a person does would be 100% intentional. That is ideal. I totally agree. I mean, that's that's what that's what you you know praying before a meal. You know, that's that's what that is. Like, yeah. you know, nourish my body. Yeah, that's right. Caring for yourself. Yeah.
you're such a fascinating person, Dragon. I I don't think I know. I, I don't I don't think I know anybody quite like you. I've met some <laughs> I've met some some characters, man, but I don't think I know anybody quite like you. Yeah, it's, God made me. I don't know what the hell is it. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, like, um, I didn't plan this. Like this just happened, you know. But this was this. I am the result of having tried every single possible avenue in life that could not work and i tried and i tried and i tried for decades and i tried to make everything work and i couldn't under my own knowledge my own understanding of the world i completely failed to make my life happy completely and it was definitive and i was going to kill myself and then a couple of days before i was going to do that a stranger invited me to an ayahuasca ceremony and it saved my life I had a vision in that ceremony of the future of the earth. And it was, a, I won't go into it, but it would have changed my life forever. And immediately after that, I became uh, a different person. And the only thing that interested me was spirituality and trying to go deeper into understanding it and finding, finding all of the real answers. Because if we know that we're being lied to by this system, who knows what's true? Every one of us is from the system. So who would you trust to know what's actually real? I mean, the only the only source could be God. And then, okay, so then what is God? Well, you kind of have to investigate your, for yourself. Everyone kind of just you have to find that for yourself. And this, this whole thing I'm talking about here, um, this just sort of happened, like I'm saying. It got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm never going to kill myself, but I have no idea what to do, and I have no idea where to go. Everything I did with my life after that day, the day I the ayahuasca ceremony with a vision, everything I did was I will just, whatever is it within faith, I will do. I will trust God no matter what, regardless of how bad it is. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care what I have to sacrifice. And this took me on this life path where uh you know after several years of, of doing a lot of intense ayahuasca ceremonies in brazil uh it eventually got to the point where it was clear that i needed something more and i was living at the time at this beautiful on this beautiful island in brazil called florianopolis it's a paradise island it's like the it's like if you imagine a paradise island that's it it's a beautiful i mean a wonderful food the beaches are fantastic the weather's always good the mountains in the background there's islands there's hot women everywhere and it's it was a great life you know it was a, it was a comfortable life and I, I took one day i did a ceremony of uh seven i won't sell the dosage um it was a high dosage higher than most people are used to and Amanita spoke to me in the ceremony and it said, you have to go back to the U.S. And you have to bring Amanita Muscari to the world. And I was like, whoa, I'm really set up here. Like um, this, I'm kind of, I'm good. Uh, but I thought about it for a bit and I was like, what's really going on here? And I was like, okay, like I, I have, I just have to do this. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I just have to do this. And so I left that life behind to go live in a truck with a woman that i met on the internet and 
I started, we started with no money and I mean, I had nothing. And this led to the most crazy adventure that you would ever hear about. It was epic. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Miracles happened. Um, and at the end of it, I'm now here where I'm talking to you. I'm making all of my money as a professional mushroom forager. And my life is really happy. Like I couldn't be happier. I mean, I, I guess I could be, but I mean, I'm very happy. I'm very content with my life uh, because from where I started from, I, as an adult, I just wanted to be dead. That's all. I just wanted to die. It was, everything was painful. Nothing was meaningful. I couldn't, I had no friends. I never had a girlfriend in my early twenties. Um, things were rough and I didn't understand the point of it. I didn't understand the purpose of life. And for me, I, I had to find a meaning. And I had to have meaning. I had to have purpose so badly that I was going to kill myself if I didn't. And that was when this happened. Like God stepped in and, and changed it. And um, today, all I can say is that looking back on all of it, it was destiny. It was destiny. How could it be something else? This is so wacky my whole life. And uh, there's, I mean, there's so many stories I could tell. Like, it's like, this is just the way that it happened. And I'm very happy that it's like this. I still have a lot of challenges. You know, I live in a, a vehicle, uh, you know, this isn't my property. <laughs> um, like there's a lot of things I got to handle. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things I've had to handle. Uh, but it's, there's, there's, there's a goodness in it. Right. Because there's a reason behind what I'm doing, because I believe in something that's bigger than myself. And so when you have a purpose that's really strong, who cares if it's uncomfortable? Who cares? You know what you're doing and there's a good reason for it. You should be able to do it. You just have to understand that it matters. And basically, God put me on a gigantic test of faith. And I passed. <laughs> We could go for six hours dragging, but I think I that, that <laughs> there's, there's so many more, there's so many more questions I have, but I think that that's such a profound place to stop. And I want to do this again soon. All right. Uh, I've not tried, I've not tried your product yet, but I'm going to order some as soon as we're done with this because right. I'm, I'm called to it. I think that, I think, um, I think it's a good time. Um, where do people go? Where can they find you on the internet? Where can they yeah. purchase your products and learn more about you? Okay. You go to AmanitaWarriors.com. I am the Amanita Warrior. So if you want to be an Amanita Warrior, you just go to AmanitaWarriors.com and get yourself a tincture. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, Amanita Warriors, and YouTube. And then on X, I'm trying to get followers on that profile because I think I should put content on X and not YouTube. So please help me out, people. I don't want to fill YouTube with more content. Um, my my handle on there is Amanita Warrior, singular. And yeah, that's that's good. That's that's, that's good. Excellent. So I've asked this question hundreds and hundreds of times, um, and now it's your turn. 
this is a fill in the blank question. This can be about really anything or everything, and you can elaborate as much or as little as you want, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing that you are the source of creation. Dragon, thank you for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much, brother. This was wonderful. I'm really happy about it.